last time you guys were exploring into the dream uh you ended up inside a volcano some kind of memory most likely of the dwarf uh you had to rescue him by leaping across platforms and once you had gotten the dwarf's body to the other side and out of the volcano transformed into the second gym fragment uh you returned to the dwarf hidden under the tree and restoring the second gym fragment restored his mind but not his uh ability uh, he mentioned that he knew Briar's uncle Barley, and he'd last seen him in Thalassa. Uh, and he informed you all that he was the self-admitted expert on interdimensional travel in the city of Torvir Deep, and offered to move you at least once to anywhere on this plane of existence. Uh, he also said that he knew someone who could potentially resurrect Onox. Uh, Asriel determined that he was inspecting her more closely than she would have liked as you were traveling to the next location. Uh, when you got there, he had informed you that the creature containing the last piece of the gym was likely a scary, or a scarecrow, which turned out to be a scary crow. There's this great spectral black creature made of uh, shadow and ice, and it launched this gust of wind which unfortunately froze Romney, Dimitari, and Asriel. So those three are uh, restrained and paralyzed. Uh, as the scary crow appeared, striking your party, I believe you guys took damage from that. Yeah, I think so. I have, I'm down. 34 points. Yeah. I'm down to 54, and I think I hadn't take damage before we met the, the Scarecrow. It was 34 was, points. It was not 34, it was 24. Oh, and okay. for yeah, the people who passed, checked. it was half, and the people who could half the half would have only taken six. Yeah, that, that checks. So everyone should be down at least 12 points. Some of you... All right, so as the scary crow had frozen some of your party, two these like shadow-like wraiths appeared, kind of shimmering out from behind the pillars on your right. They seem to be eyeing Gorance, who has ducked behind one of the tables here up the steps inside of this strange church. Uh, okay. Uh, we'll go ahead and start, and it is snow.
They're not unconscious. They are like frozen. They seem to be frozen in such a way that you think it would be a little bit difficult to get them free, but not excessively so. Magic would certainly help. In an ice block, right? Is that kind of what it looks like? Pretty much. Uh, yeah, I couldn't find the image that I had saved for it, so it's just white. It is hard to tell exactly what you think it's going to do, but it seems like it and its lesser compatriots are focused on the dwarf. All right. Your arrow just punches through the spectral form. And the creature kind of lets out a roar. So your 22 does hit. You notice, though, that as your arrow passes through it, the uh, the lightning damage definitely hurts the creature, but the your arrow not quite as much. All right, so it would be Asriel's turn. All right. Uh, uh, can I get you to make a uh, constitution saving throw? All right. The ice chills you even further. You can tell that it is beginning to sap the strength from you. That one. What's the effect of it? Does it just... Your strength score is reduced by two. Is that permanent or just while I'm in the ice? No telling. 
Uh, well, I want to use my key release to try to break the ice. Um, okay. So you are paralyzed slash restrained. Oh, is it paralyzed? I thought it was just restrained. Because uh, if I'm paralyzed, then I can't do anything. I can't oh, move. Sorry. You're just. Or... You would just be. Yeah, I can. I can cast it while I'm standing here. Um, it is verbal and um, material, which I mean, the that would just be my focus. Would be the material, so I don't have to move my hands or anything as long as I can speak um, and kind of access the power of my tattoo. I should be able to cast it. So I don't know if the ice can do a constitution save or not. No. So you oh. like blast outward from the ice. You can see it like cracks. And this strange magical ice, it definitely is damaged by your radiant effect. But I'm still I'm still restrained. You're still encased. Right. Um well then that's all I can do. Uh, Javid's turn. I can't hear you. Yeah. Um, I see a couple of ghouly-looking guys and somebody I don't recognize who looks like she's wearing a, a, a sports shirt. Uh, that's the door. That's a dwarf, dwarf, the guy we're trying to protect. Okay. And the um, big white circle like scarecrow. is Scarecrow. What, what have we learned about who's uh, attacking us and so on. Kill the scarecrow. Uh, kill the scarecrow. Copy. Also, scarecrow is resistant to non-magical damage. So if you have magical damage, you should use that. Well, you can tell that it is resistant to the piercing damage that was dealt by Okay, bow, piercing. But... Sorry. I thought it was the non-magical. Because I, I think All didn't um, uh, piercing from non-magical. Yeah, because Snow yelled out, "Use magic on it." No, I have got a vicious short bow. Is that magical? Yes. Yes, magic weapon. It is all right. Well, then I'm going to um, draw the vicious short bow, and um, I don't know that I've done that yet, but uh, going to uh, make Scarecrow favored foe, 
and also uh, cast Hunter's Mark if that's not been done. We're on the first round of combat. This is first? Okay. Yes. All right, uh, what else would you like to do, Javid? Let's see. Uh, it looks like my um, uh, Beyond plugin is missing. Uh, so I don't know how much of this is going to actually come through. Does not seem to be responding to uh, key uh, clicks and stuff. Um, but saying that, uh, I also want to, to use um, um, Sharpshooter. And uh, we'll see how this goes. Yeah, I don't see anything you're doing. Not in Dandy Beyond, not in Foundry. Yeah, I know. I'm uh, trying to make this happen. I just saw something pop up in D&D Beyond. All right. Um, well, we rolled a um, two hit of 18, which does have Right. Uh, no, because I'm trying to use sharp shooter. So um, that is only an eight. So I'm not going to use sharp shooter for the next one. Oh, that only be an eight. It, I thought it was a minus five plus ten. It's minus five to the attack, and then you get. Yes, you're right. Minus. Yeah, plus 10 on that. That would have been a 13. Okay. But 13 does not hit, so. Okay. Not as bad as you thought right, it was, okay. but it doesn't hit. All right, so the second round. Um, second shot. Um, I did not use Sharpshooter, but I'm guessing a 28 does hit. Uh, yep. Or, um, nine plus
should probably refresh your browser if nothing's working. Uh, one for favored foe. One for Hunter's Mark. And I'll do my um, third attack on first go round. And we'll we'll try um, sharpshooter this time. See what happens. See how that goes. Okay. Crit. Plus um, Dread Ambusher. Doot. Is it Dread Ambusher? Where is that? All right, so you rapidly punch a couple hits through the strange spectral crow. There's Dread Embusher. Ooh, nice. All right, that one seems to do a lot more damage than the other three. And, and it's starting to look slightly injured. All right. And we'll refresh my browser and see if I can get the Beyond plugin. Do okay. What's it? All right, so one of the wraiths, noticing the damage to the much larger spectral creature, is going to move over towards Javid and attack him. All right, you're able to kind of duck out of the way as these, like, it's like sucking the life straight out of the air. Uh, but the other one heads over towards the dwarf, and you watch as its like hands reach out, and these like wisps of life force start to float out of him as he's like struck with fear, staring up at. Him. 
Uh, Briar's turn. Well, as far as I know, we can't get out of here if something happens to him, right? So I'm going to go attack the one that's attacking the dwarf. Less rage. Nice. Wow, two scepters. Yeah, see? That's so cool. Okay. That was the rage noise. <laughs> yeah, actually, that is the rage noise. <laughs> so All right, so a uh, little flump has appeared. Uh, favorite one <laughs> and uh um, where are you putting i'm going to put the flump on this guy all right and then i'm gonna run an attack of this guy got it so let's see Uh, what's your DC for that? Um, for the flump or for attacks? Yeah, the flump general? blowing up. Oh, um. Um, I don't know, honestly. It says eight plus proficiency bonus plus con mod. Okay, con mod is eight. Um. Your proficiency, proficiency bonus is four. Is four. Yeah. Twelve plus. Uh, what was the first Special. number? Oh, Got it. Sorry. DC sixteen. <laughs> All right. All right, and go ahead and roll those damage for those two hits. Doesn't look like that's including rage. Is the rage just. What's the rage bonus damage? Let me see. Um... <laughs> Sorry, I can't think. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Uh, it says plus three. So that would be... Yeah, the only thing I'm saying is you gain an uh, okay. advantage on strength checks and saving throws plus oh plus three melee damage. There it is. Okay. Hi, baby. Oh, sorry, Mabel. Mm
All right, you begin cleaving through the wraith. But it's like form is still focused in on the dwarf. Uh, oh, and go ahead and roll with the d6 for your flump exploding. Okay. Oh, actually, you couldn't do a flump because you raged on that turn. So you can, or no, sorry. You can do it every turn. It, it, it's for your first turn. So next turn, it would cost a bonus action to do it again. But this turn, it's free. Okay. Uh, but yeah, go ahead and roll with that d6. Six. Nice. Nice. Just explodes, blasting like shards of the wraith away. Uh, Ronnie's turn. Calm save. Yep. All right, so you succeed. You can kind of feel the ice beginning to spread, but not as thoroughly. Um, so it's your turn. Okay. So, I can cast spells and everything? Uh, as long as... Because you're restrained. Because uh, I think if you're restrained, you can't cast... You can't do your, like, hand stuff. Yeah, if, if it requires um, just a verbal component or material component, you can do it because your material component is just your holy symbol. Um, if it requires um, somatic, then that means you have to wave your hands and you're not really able to do that. All right, cool. I'm going to cast Aura. Or... So you can still take actions. Yep. All right, so action, I'm going to cast Aura of Vitality. <clears throat> I'm going to heal myself for nine hit points. That's one. As a bonus action, I'm going to activate my sensor. Everybody within 10 feet of me heals four hit points. That's action bonus action. Right. That's what I get. Both of them are just verbal. So nice. Because <laughs> I am very hurt. <laughs> it's Demetari's turn. I need to make a concept. You lose one uh, point off your strength score. Yep. Uh, okay. I planned for this. So what I'm going to do is um, cast Tasha's Mind Whip on the wraith that's attacking our chore friend. 
right, you just like slap the the wraith, and it kind of like shakes it off, lets out this like howl at. Um. So that's pretty much it for me. So I'm assuming it failed. I uh, know it succeeded. Or sorry, succeeded. Yeah. Okay. All right, but it still takes half damage. Yeah. Okay. Yep, I'm done. Okay. That was an accident, but thank goodness it was. I don't know if I've, like, can you even, apparently you can roll a negative one on this um, strength check, so there's that, yeah. All right. I need the scary crow kind of like just levitates over to position and you watch as these like strange spectral wings kind of land next to and then its mouth beak forms and opens and I need all of you to make dexterity slaving saving throws that would be that would be Romney Snow Demitari and Azriel. Don't we automatically fail? Uh, if you're... I'm looking for the conditions. I just don't... Uh, you're restrained. It says you have disadvantage on dex throws. Yeah, so you guys have disadvantage. Okay, so the first one is still there. Is this a magical effect? I probably asked yes. last time. I don't remember. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll say it's magical. All right, I'm going to use my evasion. So um, I'll take half, even if I failed. Can you use evasion while you're restrained? It doesn't say anything about not using it. It just says, here, I'll show okay. you. When you are subject to an effect that allows you to make a dex saving throw to take only half damage instead of no damage, if you succeed, you take no damage at all. I'm just really, you know, I, I duck down or, I don't know, something. All right. This, like, gust of strange necrotic wind billows forth from the creature's mouth. And... That's a scary crow. You guys take 30 points of necrotic damage. 
What was the DC on it? Uh, the DC was 16. I'm down. So, snow, snow save. Uh, and that was it. No, Azrael failed. Demetri yeah, failed. I failed, but I only took half because of evasion. I'm just. Oh, I saw so it was disadvantage. So I had rolled before I realized it was disadvantage. So the 13 was what my actual roll was. All right. Snow's turn. Oh, you, I'm down, by the way. Well, I mean, that's what happens when you do 70 points of damage in two turns, Liam. Whoops. You're not dead, though, right? You're just unconscious? It was only two points past zero. Wait, what makes you dead? If you take double, if you take pretty much your full hit points. So, like, if your hit points are 70 and you take, um, like, negative 70, you're going to be dead, not okay. unconscious. It, right, gotcha. I just asked because that's a lot of damage. So, I'm pretty sure you guys have your little necklace thingies. We do. Everyone except oh, got a Romney. necklace. <laughs> oh yeah. And we commissioned one for him, right? Uh, yeah. I think you guys said you had asked for one, but you haven't gotten it yet. I would tell you, but my book is still somewhere packed away. So I think I have it as 44 plus 6. That sounds right. Yep. So... Go and roll the 44 plus 6. So you get 15 hit points. All right. So Romney's back up. Still frozen, though. <laughs> Would I miss that? How much should I yield? 15. The power of friendship. Our friendship compels you. Where are you moving to? Okay. You scamper over into the corner of the temple.
Um, I think that's a bonus. Isn't it a bonus action? It's a bonus action, it? but he put not. I think it's a bonus action for yourself. He used it on Snow, though. Or sorry, uh, on Romney. I'm sorry. Yeah. I guess that would make sense to putting make that it on an someone else and then activating it is definitely an action because you would have had to like slip it around his neck and then use it. He failed. You now have insightful fighting on him. He has a minus three charisma, so. <laughs> All right, Azriel's turn. Still okay, stuck. I'm, yeah, I'm going to continue to try to break out of this because I can't do much while I'm covered in ice. So. Eight radiant damage to the ice. Oh, and do I need to make a con save? Oh, yes. Good, give me another con save. Your strength is reduced by three. Is that in total or in addition to the negative two of RD? An additional three. So now your strength is down by five. What happens when your strength is at like zero? You perish. Oh, um, my strength is at negative two right now. So what do you That's want? Your from... mod your modifier is okay. negative two. Oh, oh, okay, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, so okay. my strength starts out at five, or at, excuse me, at eight. And then I've lost five, so that means my strength is three right now. So yes, if you were to lose Total. three more next turn, you would die. Okay. Okay. I I'm going to yell out, somebody get me out of this ice. It might kill me. All right. The ice is starting to crack, and, like, chunks of it are falling away, but you're still, like, your skin is going pale as you go frigid. doesn't look like there's much more to get you out of the ice, but unfortunately it won't take much more for the ice to kill me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's that's what I got. I, I don't my bonus actions are all requiring me to be able to move, so. Speed's turn. Uh, do I get a sense that I would be able to uh, uh, pull Azrael out of the ice? Can I tell if, um, if like, I you could chip the ice or apart. something? I'd... Oh, yeah, you could definitely chip the ice apart and get her free. Um, all right. Uh, all right. And then, uh, creepy dude be damned. I'm going to, um, uh, let's see, let's try this. Uh, 
I'm going to try to um, chip the ice, crack it, kick it real hard. And attack it. You make like, you know, an unarmed strike. Uh, well, we'll try that. Uh, you would probably hit the person underneath, but go for it. Right, so. Uh... At this point, I might be okay with you hitting me as long as you get me out of the ice. Because I think if I fail another con save, I'm dead. There, yeah, there was a 50-50% chance that if you fail another con save, you would die. Where, where's the 50-50 coming from? The 1d4. So if it reduces her strength by 3 or 4, she dies. Icy. It is icy. Uh, Javid. Uh, you rolled your unarmed strike. Yes. How much damage do you deal? Unarmed strike again. I deal I one. It is one point of damage. Conveniently, you just like tear away chunks of ice, and Asriel comes free. And. That's uh, that's my action and move, so that's all I got. Thank you. All right. The Wraith doesn't take too kindly to scampering away. And it misses. Away, yep. Wraith, you bother me. The other one is going to turn around and target the small little pesky beetle. You have an AC of 16, correct? Yeah, it also misses. Uh, Briars. Okay. Um, I'm gonna flump the crow. This feels like a Adventure Time thing. I'm gonna <laughs> flip the pig. <laughs> anyway, um, yep. <laughs> All right, go ahead and roll me your d6. Okay. It's a four. I don't know if you see it. I do. The crow like kind of looks up at the last second as this little flump stares at it and it just explodes right next to its face. Nice. <laughs> and then I'm going to whack the rate that tried to hit me. Nice. Yep, both of those hit. Go ahead and roll your damage. Briar, do you um, attack with advantage because you've got the thing flanked? Uh, you're not flanked with him. He's not 
helping you at all. <laughs> he's just oh, standing there. He's not just standing there. He's thrown on the ground. Oh, I see. Getting his soul sucked. Twelve and seven. Uh, you're currently attuned to an item that you're not supposed to be attuned to, just so you know. So that would have been eleven and uh six plus three raging, so that would have been fourteen and nine. Yeah, I don't understand how I got attuned to that. I was testing I stuff. Before. Oh, I see. For future purposes? Alright, that wraith is starting to, like, kind of, like, dissolve, almost. But its hateful eyes are still behind. Uh, is that the end of your turn? Let's see the end of my turn. Romney, did you make a con save? It sounded like a race. All right, you succeed. Wow. <laughs> All right. What would you like to do? Okay. Are you is your uh sensor thing still going? Uh it says nothing about being incapacitated. What it just it just does it for a minute. Yeah, that's sure why not. It just does it. Uh so you get what is it, uh D four or something back? Yeah, three points to everybody within ten feet. Yay! I did. I did need that. Yeah. All right. The only issue is yeah. Okay. Hey, um, I got some of these left. You ah. can, because you're only restrained. You can actually make attacks while you're restrained. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, it just says a disadvantage. So, the crow is right next to you if you wanted to make a melee attack at it. Also, if you wanted to get clear of the ice that is encasing you, you can do that as well. I'm just going to cast a fourth level Spiritual Guardians, which will get the ice and the crow and anything else. Hey. And it's radiant damage. All right, this like suddenly orb of uh, bubbles of bubbles just like burst around you. The ice encasing you shatters. The ice encasing Dimitari shatters as well. Uh, so you're both free. And nice. That is 19 radiant. 
which seems to affect the scary crow to a great degree. What's the lighting situation in here? Uh, dim. Dim? Perfect. Like a fucking rocket, I go into the air and fly away. Skedaddle. Can he make opportunity attacks? Can he? Yeah, are you are you not dodging, right? Or uh disengaging? No, I can't. As you attempt to fly away, the jaw of the scary crow snaps at your leg, biting you. Four. Uh, 12 piercing and three necrotic. Oh! That hurt. Uh, how high are you? Uh, probably just going 10 feet. You are still within range of the dragon, just so you know. Or sorry, not dragon. The scary crow. Why am I picking up Demitari as well? Get out of here. Ouch. Yeah, but I'm I'm flying over here to hide behind Briar. Five, oh, okay. 10, 15, 20. Yeah. We're like the same size. I don't care. I'm hiding behind you. All right. <laughs> In fact, I think Romney might be a little bit bigger because he's that pot belly, so it probably like sticks out a little bit. Only when I'm laying down. I'm not the best like human shield. Demetari's turn. That's because you're not human. <laughs> All right. So what I would like to do is use my um, twin spell feet spend that point to basically cast Firebolt on both the Scary Crow and the Wraith that is by um, the Dwarf. Did you, did you roll two separate attacks? Um, I, let me double I'm check. pretty here. sure. Uh, same spell, as long as the spell's incapable of targeting more than one. So I think it literally just splits and does the same amount of damage. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, All right, the two firebolts whip around, one of them blasting both the crow and the red. Seems to hurt the wraith, or the crow, much more than the red. 
Um, and then as my bonus action, I am going to go ahead and use my necklace. All right. Uh, you're no longer restrained, so you can move if you would like. Yeah, okay. So it's 18. Nice. All right. <clears throat> think I'm going there. We'll see what happens. All right. All righty then. I just used mine. Are you talking about everybody else? Power of friendship. Ooh. All right. It's T. Lash out towards Juvi and just like just grab onto his shoulder. Uh, and you take 19 damage, so 12 piercing, 7 necrotic. Uh, you can only use the amulet of fresh friendship on your turn, Juvi. Just you know, uh, no, sorry, I hit, hit the uh, link by accident. Okay. Um, so yes, you would take 19 damage. Simultaneously, these two spectral like claws lash out towards Azriel. Uh, one of them, you're able to like duck and it passes over. The other one cuts up at you, and you take uh, 11 slashing damage. And with that, the spectral. Is going to fly backwards. I take an opportunity attack. Sure. That it's and my hands are magical. Okay. Nose turn. Everyone's advice. Yes.
That hits. All right, the scary crow seems to be falling apart. Uh, is that the end of your turn? Okay, Ezra's turn. All right, so the dwarf, he's on the ground. Can I occupy the square that he's in so I can flank not, with Briar? No. You would not be able to, no. All right, well, then I guess I'll just move over here. And attack this thing. And then I'm actually going to use my bonus action to use my necklace because I'm hurting a little bit. All right. Okay, um, and then that's my turn. Uh, how's the Wraith looking at this point? Fairly injured. Uh, still got a little bit of fight left. In. Javid's turn. Thank you. Oh, no. All right. <clears throat> um, I need to move away from this uh, guy. Because he's bugging me. So I'm going to move. Um, Are you disengaging or just moving and hoping he doesn't hit? You might have to. Uh, move with hope that he doesn't hit because I would not otherwise be able to do anything and I feel like I need to do something. Daddy, uh, daddy. Mama, mama, mama. All right. The wraith swings at you and it's like armed <laughs> passes through you and you can feel this like necrotic drain on you. Your lungs kind of like knock the wind out of you for a brief moment and you take 18 necrotic damage. Uh, additionally, I would need you to make a con save. Well, let's not break it. You save. Nothing else happened. What would you like to do, Javid? 
So now that I'm away from that, and although staggered and breathing hard, I'm going to, um, oh, I just remembered something. Um, with the vicious short bow uh, on a crit on a 20, it does an additional seven damage to the target. Did yeah, I got that counted? That. You got that. Okay, good. Thanks. And well, I'm going to um, fire again at <clears throat> this guy. Sorry, which one were you targeting? I didn't see the ping. Um, I'm I'm attacking the um, uh, uh, scarecrow with with. Um, I mean, it was supposed to show uh, with sharpshooter. Did it not? Did that not show up? I see that you shot with a plus five. What? No. You rolled an 18 plus five. I, okay. I did, I... Minus five, right? So I did use um, sharpshooter. And so if the 18 hits, then you you got a 23, so 23 does hit. All right. Because you rolled an 18, and then you have a plus five. And so with um, short bow, we got um, Ack. Come here. <clears throat> Yes, all of that. That. Um, I'm trying to get this thing to show me what the roll was. All right, so it didn't do the vicious damage, but okay, you got a 21. Uh, did do 21. And now uh, I'm going to shoot again. All right. Unfortunately, that missed. All right, that's all I got. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's all I got. All right.
All right, right turn. They need to make wisdom saving throws. Oh, only one of them does. Oh, yeah, that one. What's yours, ADC? 17. Half on a save. All right. One of the wraiths is seriously battered. It is going to snarl at each of you. Turn around and target the dwarf. That hits. Does it turning around mean I get a chance, an attack of opportunity or no? Okay. Nope, there's no facing rules in 5th edition. Okay. It seems to drain the last little bit of life out of the dwarf, and he collapses, taking a one last, last gasp. Uh, He's like dead, dead, not just unconscious. Mom. Well, Nope, that one's going to go for Jibby. And it misses. Briar's turn. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to attack the Wraith, I suppose. Um, I'll do a double attack. Do I have to do the flump first? Uh, technically, that happens at the end of your turn. Oh, well, there you go. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> and that's it. Go ahead and roll the damage for the first. Okay. <laughs> what are you eating? Bad boy, that's no. It's not for you. The rate seems to be barely clinging on. Uh, go ahead and roll the second one. Alright. And with that, The right side. Yes. Nice. So instead of flumping, is there any way that I could try to render aid to the, the dwarf? 
Um, as a bonus. You could attempt to make a medicine act. Well, you already attacked, so a medicine check would be a full action. Okay. Then, um, let's say 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. You can 30. try using your necklace on the door. Oh, no, that's a full action, too. Sorry. Um, um, I'm going to flump the group before these the, the natives get in. Does the flump have a maximum range? 30. I think the crow is too far unless you want to move towards it and then flump it. Sure, I'll take a step and flump it. Sorry, I counted and I thought. I think I was just counting how. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll take some steps towards it and then flump it. All right. Go ahead and roll the d6 if you're. This is a, I think, a three. Let me see. Gotcha. Yeah, it's a three. The crow seems emboldened by the dwarf's defeat. Uh, uh Robbie's turn. All right. Boop. You don't know how to move the circles. Oh, they're your circles. That's why I can't move them. Got it. <clears throat> okay. Roll this guy. Everybody gets one point. The dwarf <laughs> gasps and awakens. Hey, one point. Yeah, because I'm not tracking his hit points on his little thing, because he has way less hit points on that little... He has only one hit point on that, and if I take it away, then he says he's dead. I'm also going to cast Mass Cure Wounds, or Mass Healing Word. Everybody get 13. No, everybody within 60 feet, so it's everybody. Good maths. All right, is that the end of your turn? So that was bonus action. Oh. Sacred flame. Make that deck save. 17. It saves. Damn it. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Sacred fizzle on that one. Damn, 2d8. That could have been a lot of damage, actually. Demetari's turn. Uh, 
Okay, I'm gonna cast uh, Firebolt again on the uh, bro. And I kind of like where I am. <laughs> All right. Your firebolt strike, incinerating some of the scary crow. The scary crow does not recharge. Gonna move right there. Needs to make a wood save. He's not in your reach. What? He's not in the aura. Little purple squares. Mm, got it. I was going based off circle. I mean, I guess he can do right what he wants from right there. He's going to bite Briar. Four. 18 piercing damage, seven necrotic damage. And he's going to claw at Snow for one strike, two strikes for a total of 19 slashing damage. Uh, it's a 10 and a 9. What were my numbers again? Because I, ha I have on piercing. Uh, 18 and 7. So it would have been 9 and 7 for total 16 damage. Okay, 16 you said? Yes. Uh, and... Uh, sure. Only if you're holding a melee weapon. But I can you <laughs> you tried can i hit him here he's going to fly a little bit for wait can i try you to see hit me him? measuring and you're trying to get out of that measurement nope but he's got a lot of move speed So he can't get that far. He could get right there. That's as far as he can get. Wait, oh. can I do that opportunity? Yeah, go ahead and roll your damage.
Nine. <laughs> well, That's go ahead. It's two D. It's two D ten. So go ahead and roll another D ten. Yeah, you should get double. Uh, okay. okay. So that would have been eight, because you still have that item attuned that you're not supposed to have. Uh, eighteen plus three, so for twenty-one. Twenty-one damage. You can you can unattune that in your character feed just by clicking it off. A lot of damage. Snow's turn. Well, you still roll a 22, so go ahead and roll me the damage with your other thing. The scary crow seems to be not well put together anymore. Ezreal's turn. All right, well, I'm going to move up to the Scary Crow and punch him in the face. All right, that second one hit. Okay, and he's still alive? If so, I will use... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yep, still alive. All right, I'm going to use my Fury Blows. For two more unarmed strike. My dice hate me. Anyways, um, that's Still the end of my turn. All right. Uh, Javid's turn. Well, despite this uh, nasty protoplasm next to me, I'm going to try to drop the, the big bad. And so uh, with uh, favored foe and so forth, a sharpshooter, etc. You do have disadvantage just because uh, you're in melee rage. So if you want to roll again and see if you not get a nat one, you can. But otherwise, your arrow goes wide and it has little. Right. 
will try again. You have disadvantage, remember? Yeah, it's not letting me um, roll with disadvantage. So uh, 19 to hit. 19 does hit. For a total of 10. It is still standing. Um, Sorry, I can't hear you. What was that? Yeah, uh, trying to decide whether I want to try to get away from the nastiness or and and risk a jab or let him have a free jab next time around. Um, I cannot. I've done my attacks. All I've got to move. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to try to run for it. All right. As you kind of like duck past the wraith, its claws grab you, drains the life out of you again. You take 26 necrotic damage. Is that the end of your turn? Yes, it is my turn, and I am near death. All right. As all of you are focused on the scary crow, you suddenly know two more wraiths kind of coalesce out of the darkness. The shadows on the exterior have begun creeping in. The dwarf on the ground is absolutely terrified. Kind of looks up at all of you. We gotta get out of here. Hurry, kill it. And one of the wraiths is going to slide forward towards Demitar. It begins. Oh, actually, I forgot. Javid, I do need a Kansai from you. Then I'm also going to need one from Demitari. Because uh, the one attacking Demitari drains the life out of you. You take 22 necrotic damage. You would think I would be resistant to that. <laughs> you said 22? Are you not? I feel like that's one of the things that uh, 
necromancy wizards get eventually. Oh, maybe I'm not there yet. Okay. The other one is going to slide towards Briar, and it's going to attempt to drain the life out of her. It's draining the life out of you. You take 17 necrotic damage, and I need you to make a con save. So Demitar, you did save, so you had no ill effects besides, you know, losing a bunch of hit points. The other one's going to slide up behind Ezreal. Wow. Even with advantage, it misses. Hard to hit. Well, you didn't roll very well. Uh, Briar's turn. Flump the crow. Alright. I mean, is it at the end of your turn, so um, if you want to go ahead and make attacks or whatever else is you want to do. You target someone with the flumph, and then at the end of your turn, they have to make the save. Oh, I see. Okay, well, I'm going to run up on the crow. An attack. Uh, you are going to provoke an opportunity well, attack, though. Yeah, I was about to say. Am I going to... Yeah, that's fine. All right. So go ahead and move. Um, but the Wraith is going to attack. And miss. So you're good. Okay. Mm. All right. Nice. Is that close enough to... That's Yeah, that's fine. You can hit it from there. Okay. Those both hit. Go ahead and roll damage. I fixed the attune thing. Nice. Hey, you're not supposed to be able to see that. Sorry. I I may have read the whole thing before. <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Maybe. Uh. Okay. Um, with the first blood, you flutter towards the crow. Your battle axe passes through it. You like cleave straight through its face, through its beak, and the apparition shatters. And you watch as this cloud of darkness kind of swirls together into a point, and another gemstone drops to the ground in front. Of Hell yeah! Are we still being attacked by wraiths? Uh, yes. Okay. I'm going to snatch it and say, everybody get to the dwarf. All right. Well, I like the blood splatter. That's a nice touch. 
Romney's turn. You guys can hear me, right? You're, you're really quiet. Might be because you're covering your mouth. No, I'm messing with settings because my uh, keyboard's obnoxious. I try to bonk him. Nice. All right. You hit the Wraith. Uh, everyone gained one hit point, right? At the start of your turn? Yeah. It would have just been you and Dimitari, I think. Yeah. Um, and that's All right, 15 hits for uh, 12 damage. All right, and 25 damage. That's a lot of damage. All right. Is that the end of your turn? Yep. Demetari's turn. I want to do this quote so bad. I'm tired of these motherfucking wraiths on this motherfucking plane. I am going to cast Shocking Grasp on the... Wait, nope. No, I'm not. I'm going to use the Cape of the mountebank and bring this little dwarven friend here to the exit. I mean, not gonna leave the doorway, but um, yeah. where? So I'm sorry. Where are you trying to go? I so I don't know where the exit is. So wherever the exit is. Um, as you're reaching down to grab the dwarf, the dwarf kind of looks up at you. And just like points towards Briar and is like, get me to the gemstone. Okay, whatever. Then that's where we're headed. Okay. I'm just gonna teleport over. Yep. Nice. The two of you just like appear in this cloud of smoke. Next to Briar, who's holding the gemstone in her hand. 
Jesus. Hi. <laughs> um, does it count as a f free action to grab the stone from Briar and just hand it to the dwarf, or? Oh, yeah, you could probably take it from Briar pretty quickly. All right, I mean, we'll do that then. By <laughs> just holding it in her hand, and you could just like basically baton pass it and hand it off to the dwarf. Yeah, he's gonna poop and poop in front of me, and then snatch poop the in front of, of you. <laughs> yep. I said we should be the sharders, okay? It's very fitting. No, just no. Right, All sloppy right. knots was already a no. We are heroes of Tovar Deep. No, we are heroes of Tovar Deep. We are a respectable adventuring group. Don't we have, like, some higher-up people in the Merchant Guild that already know us as the Sloppy Knots? That's no. Like, oh, yeah. That's, no. like, pretty sealed. No, no, it is Heroes of Tovar Deep. There are statues of us. The Fortune Hunters still have the switch to the Sloppy Knots. They do. All right, it is Snow's turn. <laughs> Yes. Yep. I love how you have two red numbers and still rolled about the same damage as I did. Yeah. Which one are you targeting? The injured one? All right, that one is almost dead. It just like punches through it. Nice. All right, Azriel's turn. Okay. Um. Well, this thing's next to me, so I'm gonna try to kill it first. And if it's still not dead, I'm gonna hit it with my fury blows. Is it still alive? It is still alive. That was what the... Oh, no. Sorry. It was the Wraith. 18. Yeah. 8, 9, 8, 9. Yep. Still standing. Damn. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure I still need to be touching um, the crystal thing. Or should we be touching the dwarf? Or do we... Like, do I think I need... Can I roll an int check just to see if I know what I need to do? Like, do we all need to be touching the dwarf to get out? 
Uh, go ahead and give me an Arcana check. Uh, you can tell that probably at least being within five feet of the dwarf is what you need to do. Um, well, then I know I'm going to get an opportunity attack, but I will move to be within five feet of the dwarf. It misses. Awesome. That's the end of my turn. All right. Javid's turn. All right. Javid, near death, is going to hobble as quickly as possible. Uh and get as close to the dwarf as he can. How much movement speed do you have? 40. Yeah, that's probably about as close as you can get. Um, and um, you know what? That doesn't seem quite yeah. close enough, so I'm going to dash to get around to the other side. Uh, right third. You might be muted, Bumble. Mm -hmm. You're very dark. Did you turn off all the lights? I don't have lights in this room. Wait, oh, that did you? It. Was it electricity that you messed with? No, there there are no lights in this room. You know this. There there are literally no lights in here. All right, one <laughs> of them slides towards Demitari, or no, not Demitari. Sorry, Briar, and is going to attack her. She takes 12 necrotic damage, and I need you to make a con save. Uh, the other one doesn't take too kindly to... Your maximum hit points have been reduced by 12. The other one is going to slide towards Azri. That one does hit. For 21 necrotic damage. And I need you to make a con save. So, um, trying to think. It was narcotic. I'm resistant to narcotic, right? Are you? Yeah, because of the, the gem. Remember the things on my arms? I can't remember which one you picked. I, I thought it was narcotic. I mean, I, I, I do remember that you had absorbed the power of the gem and you got, um, Resistance to damage. I couldn't remember which one you picked. If it's necrotic, then yes, so you would only take 10. Yeah, because I, I picked it because that's Azriel's, like, most of her magic is necrotic, so it made sense. Okay, so, what, sorry, what was that again? You would take 10 damage then. Okay. And I need you to um, make a con save. How does one reflect the max damage reduced? Or max, max hit points reduced? Uh, if you click on your hit points, just click on it. 
it should bring it up and then it says max um hp modifier you can just put negative 12. yep mm, i see the max hp but i can't change it i don't think oh there it is max hp modifier there it is okay all right Robbie. and then how much damage did i take again sorry uh 12. it was 12 damage so you reduce by 12. Did I um did I pass? I've... Okay. Uh, you did not pass, so your max hit points are reduced by ten. What's that whiz saving looking like? Starting his turn in my bubbles. Uh, he. <laughs> Boom, bam, baby. Bubbles for the win. All right, where are you going? Here, is it my turn? Uh, I can't move. Yeah, go on there. Or no, sorry, it would be it would be Briar's turn. Disregard. Uh, it's Briar's turn. Okay. Um, I'm gonna hit the guy that's trying to hurt me. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, you really can't see me from nothing, can you? Oh. Oh yeah. 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 All right, the twenty-seven and the fourteen hit. So go ahead and roll those damages. So that is uh, thir 12 and 11. And then the one that's over by Romney, I'm going to flump them. Wait, there's nobody by Romney. Correct. I'll just... I'll just uh the one next to you. Yeah, sure. Let's do that. Uh he fails, so go ahead and roll your D6. Uh All right. Uh, it is Romney's turn. Sprint. Whoop. Stewie little legs. No, I'm flying right now. It's just a pot belly. Just like. All right. Gang's all here. Let's, uh, let's do this. And Demetari, your turn, correct? Yes, it is. 
I mean, I'm just looking at the dwarf like, it's your turn now. He, we, he, we wants, did he's, we did. He's, he wants the gem. He holds out his hand. Rick, give it to me. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, yes, of course. He takes the gem, inserts it into the last spot. There's this kind of, like, blast of energy that washes over you. With a flick of his wrist, a staff appears in his hands, and then he looks around to make sure you're all next to him, and then he taps it. And you all blink, and you're standing around the bed. This withered dwarf kind of, like, <laughs> begins to wake up. Are his friends around, or is it like we're in here by ourselves with them? It appears to be nighttime. There is no one else in here. Okay, so we were in a dream, right? You were in a dream. Which means uh, we can click wrong rest and go back to where we were when we went in there? Ha! Consider all the damage you have taken as psychic damage. And you are still injured. Tough. So my strength is still reduced as well. Your strength is still points. reduced. Hit points. Hmm. So it wasn't night when we went in his head, right? It was during it was the day? <laughs> yeah. That's 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 unsettling. Um, also, I'm resistant to psychic damage, so <laughs> <laughs> that should right, have been explained a hot minute ago. <laughs> yours is radiant. That's fine. Yeah, yours was radiant damage or something. Necrotic, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay, of um, course. Sure. I mean, okay. it was it was technically a dream, but it was also a demiplane controlled by a wizard, so... It was real damage. It, if you die in the dream, you die in real life. Okay. Um, can I go find one of the other people that live here? All right. Yeah, you I'm gonna of, just... Uh, Azrael, you kind of walk out into the hall. What are the rest of you guys doing? The dwarf is kind of like blinking his eyes, uh, looking around. He looks very frail and kind of sickly. I was just going to help him sit up. He kind of gasps, water, please. Yeah, I mean, if I've got it in my, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Dumbledore. Anybody got to create water? Water. Just create like 30 gallons of water on top of this guy. All right. So, I, you do you have a like water skin or something? Yeah. All right. I've got a water skin. So, yes, you're able to give him some water. So we'll, we'll, we'll pour him out. Pour him out some water. He takes pour it. Pour one out for the homie. Drinks it down and kind of coughs and kind of blinks and looks around at all of you and uh, thank you so much for saving me. I don't know how much longer I could have lasted. Uh, how long was I in there? Um, Asriel, as you are in the hallway, you kind of like, there's, you know, suddenly a bit of a commotion from each of you being back in this building. Um, and you watch as one of the doors opens and like a little wizard pokes his head out. He's got like a sleeping cap on and pajamas and like a little candle. What uh, what's going on out here? Would expect oh. nothing less. What, what what day is it? Uh the tenth of the yes, the tenth. I, I where you've been gone for almost a week. 
Oh god. Well, your friend's alive. Oh, good. Is the uh, magic afflicting him uh, gone? Is, uh, can we heal him now? Uh, we haven't tried, but he's awake. Excellent. I'll have to rouse the rest of the wizards. Uh, if you excuse me. And he kind of shuffles off. Alright, um, I'm gonna... Hey. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say, maybe grab him some food on your way back. See, that wouldn't occur to me. <laughs> I would just run back and go, We've been gone a week! <laughs> But if someone asks me to go get food, I'll go get food. No, no, no. I was talking about the, the drawer, not uh, you. Yeah, yeah. No, you're... People who have done nothing except mourn his loss when he wasn't even dead yet. I mean, you know, close enough. Close to death. All right. We would have been dead um, if we hadn't gone and gotten him. The, uh, the dwarf kind of looks up at all of you and... Uh, he's saved me. I, I'm in your debt. If there's anything I can do for you, I would be more than glad. I know you mentioned magical items of some sort. I can certainly work something out. Yeah. Yes, we got fobbed off on the bargain basement, bargain bin items. Yeah, you don't uh, happen to have like a magical need... longbow, do you? Something a little punchier. Uh... Or like some kind of restoration spell for our deep psychological wounds. That hey, I'm afraid you may have to sleep off. I cast less restoration on Bray. Yeah. Also, do you have like a maybe a cloak of protection? I like one of those too. If you, if you have one laying around. Uh, guessing lesser restoration on Briar. She said she wanted restoration. I cast lesser therapy on Briar. Um, I you are actually not current afflicted with blinded death. It does literally nothing. It does yeah. literally nothing. But you feel a little better because someone tried. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's true. I do appreciate the effort. All right, Peppier. The, uh, the wizard. About... Go ahead. Non-magical stuffy. Just expensive. How do you feel about that? Can you get that for me? Uh, I suppose. Like what? Plate armor. I could certainly look into that for you. I think given the circumstances, we could supply you with such things. Do you have a pearl worth $100? Or, excuse me, 100 gold? That, that'd be useful to you. Uh, yeah, a, a pearl worth 100 gold. That, that'd be nice. He kind of like moves to sit up, but he's like super frail. He pa he paws at like the bedside table, and there's a little pair of like mon or uh, bifocals over there, and he's like trying to put them on. I I cast create food and water, and just like 
feet, like basically tofu appears in his lap. He gums at some tofu as he sits up, takes like a couple bites of it. Puts on his bifocals and he kind of starts squinting at all of you a little bit more closely. He looks over at everyone and at Azrael for a moment. Then he kind of goes to sit up, kind of reaches down for something that's like on the floor next to it, and then he lifts it up. Seemingly out of nowhere, he's holding a staff. Pardon me. And as he starts to sit up, uh, a couple more of the dwarves gonna come in, and they like gonna move over to him, and like they pull them under his arms, and he's like, uh, "Excuse me a second. Kind of shuffles over to a side of the room, taps the staff on the floor, and like this bookcase just slides over to one side, and there's this like glowing doorway that opens up, and he just kind of walks through it. The dwarves are helping him inside. I follow. Yeah. It is a... The inside of a what appears to be some kind of large castle. Uh, it is a number of these massive shelves going about 30 or 40 feet, uh, 10 to 15 feet high. And they're covered in, like, chains, these, like, large boxes held under lock and key. Um, and there's dozens of these chests everywhere. A few loose items here and there. You can see kind of uh, things that appear fairly mundane as far as you can tell, like uh, little pouches of what looks to be just like beads or something. It's, it doesn't look like anything excessively valuable. Snow especially is pretty good at ascertaining what is there's not, but it looks like the good stuff is locked up and just everything that's out is just bare stuff that went into storage. Um... But the dwarf and his two assistants gonna start wandering over. Uh, one of the assistants is like, kind of like, doing something. You can tell he's casting some kind of on the wizard. And as you watch, he kind of sits, stands up a little bit straight. Uh, looks a little bit healthier already. Not extremely healthy, but a little bit. I'm taking it, reloading. Uh, he kind of like walks over to a chest and he kind of points at it. And one of the attendants like pulls out a key ring, unlocks it, pulls out like a, a satchel of some kind, locks it back up, slides it back onto the shelf. Uh, they do this a number of times uh, before the wizard gets to kind of the back of the room as you guys are following. There's a table. He has them set out the little satchels. Uh, and then he kind of looks back towards the rest of you. Presumably you've been following. Oh, absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, they, they didn't give any indication that it was prohibited to follow. They were expecting no, they didn't. to. I mean, it's... He kind of was expecting you to. He didn't tell you to follow. He also didn't tell you not to follow, so... It was just a door that he walked through and walked away. <clears throat> Who took that as an implicit invitation? <laughs> All right. He kind of uh, looks up at your party and twists uh, the staff a little bit and casts a spell. You can tell that he's casting detect magic, and he kind of looks you guys over a little bit. 
And then he gestures towards Briar. Come here, little one. I saw your spectacular skill navigating the battlefield there. I noticed you slew the terrifying crow of my nightmares, which I very much so appreciate. And for that, uh, you have something on your person that I could not help but notice. Would you mind giving it to me? Um, I'm gonna fish in my pocket and hand him a rock. We are taking Delta. Uh, not this. The hilt of the sword that you have in your possession. Oh! Okay, so her name is Dawn, but she's not really okay. And I'm gonna hand her over. Alright, he kind of takes her for a moment. Much of the energy has been sapped. The blade is destroyed. And it must be repaired by a sufficient smith, but I can restore some of the latent energy to it and allow you to use it more than you have been previously. And he kind of What's... he produces something from his pocket. You can tell that it is a strange looking pearl, and he kind of like crushes it in his hand, and his magic flows out of it into the hilt of the sword, and it just like the vines and things that were grown over it suddenly like the bark hardens and grows a little bit thicker little, like leaves sprout off of it uh will she be able to she will be able to talk a fair bit really. additionally i have something else for you. and he kind of reaches into one of the satchels in front of them and he pulls out a box that is very familiar to it is small no more than a few inches in either direction, and he hands it. This will assist you in repairing it fully. Is it more metal? And you open it up, and it is another ingot of metal. It will require three to fully repair the blade, but this will help you somewhat. Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And uh, on a more personal note, um, Next time you tell you see my brother, can you tell him uh, I'm sorry and I'm looking for him? Certainly, I will do so. Should I see him again? Thank you so much. Enemy is securing Alpha. All right. EM buffering. I'd pull some stuff so I can show you guys what is in the other set. Cloak of the Manta Ray. Nope. Damn. Hold on. Buffering. A decanter of endless water. Nope. Oh, yes, the alchemy jug. The alchemy jug. We gotta have one of those. 
It makes mayonnaise. <laughs> you know, All you know. the sauces. <laughs> oh, man. Could we get the, instead of an alchemy jug, can we get a culinary jug where we just get like endless peanut butter, jelly, like buffalo sauce, mayonnaise. That'd be perfect with <laughs> the bag of spices. We can make anything taste the good. The endless bag of spices, the endless jug of sauces. <laughs> and I've got, uh, I've got endless tofu. We've got this. <laughs> I know not of such items, but I'm certain we could craft something for you if you wish. How much? Well, here, you said you owe us one, right? Certainly. We can work that out. The jug of sauces. <laughs> oh, man. If we can get the endless jug of sausage, I'll check up with sending once a week, see where the progress is. <laughs> All right. The two dwarves began pulling things out of the bags in front of them. Uh, one of them is a very strange-looking cloak. It looks more like these kind of heavy, leathery-looking wings. Oof. Almost bat-like. Another one is a set of daggers. Or not daggers. Bracers with a number of little, like, kind of loops across them. Uh, another one is a longbow of elven construction. A set of chain mail is pulled out. A strange deck of cards. Gimme, 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 gimme. We don't gimme, need gimme. those. I want them, I want them, I want them, I want them, I want them. Boy, howdy, when I get drunk on that psychedelic shit. Do you not need to go rescue your soul from, like, the nightmare plane? These items should help you in your travels as well. And he kind of gestures to one of the other ones and they pull out this like really heavy satchel and he slams it down on the table. Uh, plate armor for you. It is mundane, but useful. Uh, this, and he kind of taps the top of the deck of cards. Uh, illusions that can be created at any time, should you wish for any purpose. He taps the, the chain shirt. Uh, Chainmail, for those of you who uh, may wish to have the benefit of armor without actually wearing it. I know we've gotten some really cool stuff from you, but is there any way to get one of those rocks? Friendly UAV online. Which rock? The one that sends you like 30 feet in the street. Uh... <laughs> Go away stones. The go away stones. Yeah, the go away stones. Oh my gosh, that's so fitting for you though. Uh, I could certainly have a trap something like that sort. If you would like. You make it like a cutting board and a knife, that way when anybody's in the kitchen, like, hey, can I help? Like, yeah, use that not that board and knife and you out of the kitchen. Just <laughs> Requesting uh, uh, can you guys see the stuff I linked, or no? Also, you can just, like, throw it into no. someone's chest. Where'd you link then... it at? I tried to put it in the yeah. PTT. Mm. Uh, I'm not seeing it. Secure Bravo. Oh. 
Alright, so it's a cloak of the back, bracers, a flying deck, a plus two walk, an elven chain, a deck of illusion. Wait, wait, can you, you say those slower so I can write them down? That is a cloak of the back, bracer of flying daggers, a plus two longbow, elven chain, and a deck of illusion. Deck on chain to Dimitari is my opinion. We are taking Charlie. So I have only gotten the link to the cloak of the bat. I'm sure you're still in the process, but at least there's that. Uh, yes, Cloak of the Bat, advantage on dex stealth checks. I feel like that's like a, um, either somebody who wants to be really stealthy or someone who's not stealthy and wants to be. What about Briar? Briar's not very stealthy. If you look at it, it gives you the ability to fly, which I feel like is yeah. Oh, sorry, I got all the way down. Uh, Me and Briar are both loud, but I agree with Briar that it's like better used on someone. Like, I can fly, Briar can fly, uh, Azrael can run up walls. I also carry How can you? How do you advantage on stealth checks? Ow. He's just oh my goodness. I guess my whole thing, though, is how funny would it be? Yeah, and, you know, with this, you get advantage. So you're going to be rolling in the 30s. Come on. But you're telling me a damp dampier um, is going to pass up on turning into a bat. So, I mean, I, I'll take it. Um... But I just want to make sure it's not more useful to somebody else because I do have a nine, a nine to stealth, and I can walk up walls. So while I think it's awesome, I also don't want to take it away from somebody who might need it more. Well, so far I don't think that there's anyone. Because I've already got a rope, and I'm I'm good. The Bracer of Flying Daggers does not currently have daggers in it. You need someone to put daggers in it, and then afterwards, so anyone who's got daggers likes throwing them. I also like to throw Um, but I don't do it too often. Romney starts getting naked. Oh Obviously. boy. Gotta put the play armor on. It only makes Aggressive. sense. Ungre aggressively undressing and redressing in my new plate armor. Alright, who wants the plus two longbow? <laughs> Me. <laughs> Welcome.
put that to use, I think, unless anyone else uh, can see a need. Uh, I would like to respectfully request the illusions, though, <laughs> if everybody's cool with that. <laughs> Come on. Let Romney have the illusions. Come on. <laughs> so I don't really care to have the illusions, but if you want my opinion, I think being able to deal some sort of like with the weapon sort of damage with my character might be helpful because sometimes I can't cast spells or it's not effective unless I'm missing something. It is true. The bracers of flying daggers would immediately give her proficiency in throwing daggers. Well, I already have I mean, proficiency in, in daggers, but, um, I mean, again, I'm not like, it's not like I would fight for this item. I'm just trying to figure out if that would like, be helpful. I'm fine with you having it. Um, so, I I mean, that's usually what I do as a range, although, but I do have um, I do have a spell that's a range spell, Toll the Dead. So, but I also mm -hmm. throw daggers um, as well, but you can throw daggers because I generally don't do a lot of range stuff anyways. Like, I try to generally try to get up in people's face so if for whatever reasons you ran out of spells and wanted to throw daggers but i think isn't that only 20 feet yeah it's um, short here. well i'm open to having the cloak too i'm just trying to figure out what all this yeah, stuff does there's also this elven back. chain that i haven't fully looked up yet so uh, it's the 20... elven chain oh. is uh 13 plus or it'd be 14 plus dex mod so for anyone who's wearing it oh is that is that like a, your homebrew thing no that's an actual thing it's a it's a chain shirt with a it's a plus one chain shirt so it's 13 plus dex mod plus one so 14 plus dex mod oh, okay. up to a maximum I, I... of two so anyone who has over a dex mod of two is not going to get as much out of it so anyone who's got a dex mod of two or less Yes, pretty much. So, for instance, anyone who had like a plus two dex and an AC less than 16 should probably wear the chain shirt because then their AC would become 16. Okay. Um, I mean, I fit that mold, but also I thought I wasn't allowed to wear armor. Uh, this one allows you to do it regardless. Yeah, it's specifically for people who um, can't wear armor. It doesn't okay. count as armor. Um, because it can be worn between layers of clothing. Okay. It's basically a um, shirt. Okay, gotcha. So, I mean, honestly, if I'm gonna get that, unless anybody else wants it, then, um, Azrael, you should get the bracers. Okay. Alright, so Romney took the deck and the bow. Uh, Demetari has the chain shirt. Azrael took the bracer. Snow took the cloak. And Briar now has the dormant greatsword. So now you can attune to and that if you would like. Uh, maybe later. If they make it for you. Okay. <laughs> so, Romney, that uh, bow, you think... Uh, 
You want to have um, I'm just like I'm just like holding it, and it's like look about like what six inches taller than I am. It's a dwarf. No, it's, it's an it's elvish longbow. I'm half again taller than you. Yeah. I'm like I'm like trying to aim it, and this it's like scraping the bottom, and I'm just like ah, I'm too short for this. Can you? Can can you take this, please? I don't even know what I'm doing. Thank you. <laughs> Feeling like Frodo I'm, right now with that armor class difference. Yeah, I'm just like holding holding the bow in my skivvies because I'm still just like halfway through putting my armor on. <laughs> So, yes, Can you're you walk the... over there and, and do that in decency? I mean, I probably could, but I'm not going to. Thanks for the offer, though. Ezra, like, shakes her head and, like, walks away as she's, like, inspecting the armband. So you got to put some and, daggers uh, in it. Uh, I have, I have four daggers, this, uh, so I will put them in there. Short bow is, is uh, more to your liking. If, if you need something to speak to someone over there in a pointed tone, uh, I think uh, this this will suit you. You're but, giving me uh, the this is short bow. Yeah. Ooh. He's candy. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm proficient with bows. I would, I would have given it back to the dwarves, but uh, you expressed an interest in in having a. Uh, Casting weapon. Uh, can we? Can you give me lessons, though? Oh, absolutely. Hell yeah. We're, we're gonna we're gonna spend a lot of time building up that uh, those drawing muscles. I'd like to point out that every time I try to aim this bow, the string catches on my belly. We gotta figure that one out. <laughs> it's gonna slide around the. Uh, the plate belly, right? <laughs> the dwarf sees you. Uh, Agorance kind of watching you guys pick apart these magic items he's given you. I hope these are more to your liking. More useful, I should say. Very much in keeping and uh, very much appreciated. There is one further thing. Uh, we were told that you would help us or be able to help us uh, travel to Australia. Indeed. If that is where you wish to go, then you shall go there. Oh, Would no. you like to go anywhere in particular? Do we, do we know where in particular? We're... I don't know. I can set you right outside the city gates if you'd like, right inside the city gates. Where Wait, would you like to go? So isn't Briar's brother there? Didn't you say Briar's brother was there? No, he is in Thalassa, a city so, very far away. We're trying to go where? Hold on, I'm, I'm lost in the city. We got like four different cities. It's like a there's a Strinium, and then there's Thalassa. And then what was the third one, DM, please? Uh, I, haven't, I haven't said any other cities. So there was um Demetari's home, wasn't there? That we could go like I go there. Karenath, you could go there if you wish. Go. And that was because Mr. Prince gave me two options for getting in there. Yes, no wish to stay Mr. Prince 
by going into the library, there's uh, two more emissaries. One of them's in Thalassa and one of them's in a caravan. And we chose Thalassa and we wanted the teleportation because it was a hell of a boat ride. It is, yeah, pretty far. So, and the emissary in um, Thalassa has access to the library, right? Where the other one doesn't. Like they yeah, lost the bag. Yeah, that's what Mr. Prince told me. Uh, the, one of them lost the bag, and the other one is just there. But we don't know where it is, because he, he said they're just in the city. I mean, do we even know what uh, the... So there is a portal in Palasa, and then there is an emissary in there. Okay, so there is a direct portal. Okay. Do we know where the portal is? He didn't give me specifics. He just said or in Palasa. Who, uh... Controls the portal? I don't think he told you. I send a message to Mr. Prince. Because I do have a spell slot left. Alright. <laughs> it's Romney again. <laughs> Where in Thalassa should we go? How... Do we find the portal the fastest way? Are you good? How's it going there? That's 25. All right, Mr. Prince responds pretty quickly. It's going pretty well here. I believe, if I recall correctly, the portal ended up in some kind of a vault in the city. Which one? I'm not sure. Um, things are going well here. Uh, we're holding out for the foreseeable. Good luck. Alright, I asked the, uh, I asked the dwarf. Alright, where would they keep magical portals in Thalassa? Oh. Uh, the dwarf knows some stuff. I gotta check my Secret hatches somewhere. In a bank. Bank sounds like vaults. That makes sense. Wizard tower. It was a sufficiently powerful magical portal. It probably could have ended up under control of the Empress. Although there's some issues there with the things going on. With that. I could take you to right outside of the uh, palace in Thalassa, if you wish. Deal. Sounds good. You wish to leave now. Maybe we get a chance to lick our wounds. We'll pick our feet up there. He's offering now. He says he's got the juice now, so 
Maybe you know what just happened. You can wait till tomorrow if you wish. Yes, uh, yeah. Without knowing what sort of reception we'll receive, we'll pop in on my start or guard or two. Uh, maybe having ourselves in better conditions so that, uh, let's say, uh, Azrael isn't down to uh, scrawny 98-pound weakness strength. So, what would you like to do now? Actually, this is probably a good spot if we want to go ahead and take a break. You guys can recoup, and then we'll be back in five seconds. Well, it's actually almost five for me. I gotta get going. But. Okay. Um, oh, that's good. We're, we're, it's probably a good stopping point. So, we'll go back to the manor. Yeah, go back to the manor, figure some stuff out, do some planning, and then I will. Hi guys, that was a good session. Bye. I definitely need time. I gotta pack new spells. I am not outfitted for 